Wonderful. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. This is where every day you and I, we get together, we have a little bit of coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And this year, 2022, well, I don't know what we're going to do. I was uh, humbled by the Lord. He sat me down on my bed and said, you're going to go to sleep. (laughs) And I mean, I was sick as a dog for days and days. Uh, And so I thought I was getting a little bit better, and then it took a turn for the worse. Uh, and I shouldn't say for the worse, it got, it got worse, uh, but, uh, ended up at the hospital. Thanks. So thankful for, uh, one of our ruling elders who drove me up to the university and uh, they were able to do some x-rays and I had pneumonia. And so, um, it's been a long haul to get back. This is my first day feeling like I'm functional again. Uh, and I, so I've been struggling this morning, getting all the hardware problems figured out. I still don't know what the problem was, but now the camera's connecting. So I'm thankful for that. And uh, I'm so thankful for my wife, Olivia, uh, that dear poor woman has been holding down the fort for these many days. She herself was sick. The kids were sick. And, uh, well, I was, I was not very helpful to her at all. Uh, and she, she's an amazing woman. So if you see Olivia, uh, give her some accolades. So, well, why don't we go ahead and we'll pray. We'll get into First Thessalonians chapter 4, and I'll tell you what, it's always up to the Lord's will how far we get, so we'll just see how far the Lord lets us get this year in First Thessalonians. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. What a blessing it is to be able to breathe. What a blessing it is to get to read your word, which is breathed out by you. Lord, we thank you that we do not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from your mouth. So, Father, we thank you for the blessing it is to get to read your word. And we pray that your spirit might help us now to understand it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and we're going to read the first eight verses together. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the first eight verses. Finally, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. Well, we need to ask ourselves, A, what's this about? B, what's the best verse that summarizes this? And C, what are we called to do in response to this? So first, A, what is this about? Well, he's got some concluding matters to pick up here, and so he wants to Remind, remind them again, exhort them, urge them 
that they should abound more and more and walk in a way that is pleasing to God, right? The, the pattern of their life, how they're doing things, should be pleasing unto God. And so he's got a kind of a specific thing he wants to talk about here. And, and so in verse 2, you know that what, for you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. So this isn't just coming from Paul, nor just from the Holy Spirit, but this is coming even from the teaching of Jesus Christ himself. For this is the will of God, right? So a lot of people ask, well, what's the will of God in my life? Right? Here's the answer in part here. Verse 3, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. Right? This, this whole, there's this whole idea in the church that's going on right now that's a reaction against like the Joshua Harris type stuff going on against the purity culture and the uh, this... Um, overblown idea of of you know keeping yourself absolutely pure in that that broken up relationships where people can't just be friends and stuff like that yeah you know we we are sinful people and we we mess stuff up all the time right and and so there are unbiblical ways in which to practice these things but sexual immorality or sexual purity is a biblical concept and it's God's will for your life. It's God's will for my life. Right? This is the the blessing of sexual intimacy within the bonds of covenant marriage is the will of Jesus Christ. It's his teaching. It's not just made up. Right? It's not just a church thing. It is a God thing. That's why specifically verse 7, for God did not call us to uncleanness but to holiness one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control and god wants you christian to not be an anemic christian to be filled with his spirit to have the power of his holy spirit to be able to control your own vessel your body not to chase after the the lusts and passion of your flesh like the gentiles do this is calling our minds back to like Romans chapter 1, and he's saying, you're not supposed to live that way. You once walked according to the flesh, but now you walk according to the Spirit. And so this is what the Lord wants of you, to walk in holiness. What's the best verse to summarize this? Well, I would say verse 7. I've got verse 7 double underlined in my Bible. Uh, This is... For God does not call us to uncleanness, but to holiness. I might also underline verse 3 if I wanted to choose another one. Um, what, are, what are we called to do in response to this? Well, uncleanness and sexual immorality can start all over the place, but we need to recognize that this is a hard issue at first. Right? This is not necessarily an external issue, but it starts internally, and we need the work of the Holy Spirit to cleanse the inside of our cup. And so if you are a person who struggles with sexual immorality, struggles with impure thoughts, struggles with impure desires towards others, then you ought to be honest with God. Right? Jesus himself was the one who says, it's not the person who, who just goes out and commits adultery externally, but if you've even looked with a woman lustfully with your eye, you've already committed adultery in your heart. And what's the remedy for that? He says, if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. 
lest your whole body be thrown into hell. Right? If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Right? For it's better for you to enter into heaven maimed than for your whole body to be cast into hell. Right? It's, it, radically repent from these sins. I don't think Jesus is saying that what you're called to do is literally rip out your eye, but he's calling you to radically repent. Maybe for some of you, it means you need to get rid of your smartphone. Maybe for some of you, it means you need to put on a a blocker on your computer like Covenant Eyes. Maybe for some of you, you need an accountability partner where you're able to just be honest with them and tell them your struggles and they're able to pray with you and encourage you and ask you, hey, how, how's this going? Maybe for you, it's, it's you just need to be honest with your spouse about the things that you've been thinking about. Maybe there's television shows that you need to be turning off. And I'm not doing these things telling you, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, right? The problem is internal. But I'll tell you what, if you are flooding yourself with all this garbage, you're not pursuing holiness. And God's will for your life is sanctification. Let me tell you, as someone who by God's grace has not seen any pornography in well over a decade, It is possible. The Holy Spirit can do this work in your heart. The question is, what do you love most? Do you realize that your thoughts, the things you see, the things you're cherishing in your soul will either bless your marriage or destroy your marriage? Do you come to the realization that the things that you treasure in your heart, the things that that are satisfying your mind and your eyes, the things that you listen to, are they things that Jesus Christ smiles upon? Or are they things that make him, well, if he saw you, would he expose you as a hypocrite? This is hard. You need to come to that breaking point in your life to ask yourself, do I long for sanctification? Do I long to be holy as Jesus Christ is holy? God is going to transform you from the inside out. But you've got to be willing to give up this world, the temptations of this world, the desires of the flesh put them away and to control your own vessel in holiness. This is the will of God in your life. And he who is powerful and has begun a good work in you will complete it unto the day of perfection. Pursue holiness, Christian. Pursue purity. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the regenerating work of your Holy Spirit. God, we pray that you would turn us more and more away from those things of darkness and turn us unto your marvelous light. Let us love your Son. Let us bask in your glory. Transform us and make us more into his image, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, may the Lord bless you today. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon R.P. Church in rural southeast Iowa. 
We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.